two, one. I used to be joined by Bennettsbridge Senior Hurdle Manager Willie Mayer and former Wexford Hurdle Rory Jacob uh, to look back on the all and Senior Hurdle Final. Where to start really about this um, Limerick juggernaut, just simply sensational really, Willie. Yeah, no, look, it's, 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 it's frightening uh, what they've done uh, in the last few years, but yesterday was kind of the, the, the peak performance and... Uh, She's like they were they were unbelievable to score three sixteen in an Ireland final in the first half was uh, absolutely sensational and I, I just saw the the stats this morning there they drove seventeen wides as well so like it's uh, it's frightening for everybody else. Just one of those days really where everything just clicked for them, Rory. Yeah, but sure, I suppose they've been they've been going that way all year really, Paul. If you if you look at it, they've improved incrementally every single day and I'd say they were they were coming to a, a, a big peak for, for last week and uh, or for for yesterday I suppose and, and I suppose that's a credit to the to the to the management team in a lot of ways that they can get a team to, to that level on, on the big day and, and, and there's great I'm sure there's great satisfaction in Limerick not only to win the All Ireland but but to win it in such style and to win it playing so well. It's just a fantastic thing, I'm sure, for him, and 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 it's well deserved. And and like Willie said, I think it's scary for all the other teams that are out there. Really, I think I think if this Limerick team keep their heads about them, which I'm sure they will, they're going to take a lot of beating over the next four or five years. I'd say. The most interesting aspect with the three eighteen in one half of hurling, like I think everyone at halftime just across social media. You could literally just see people just talking about three eighteen in one half of hurling. You teams it even be happy scoring that in two halves of hurling, no mind one. Yeah, I think, but Rory nailed the head there. It's testament to I suppose that the preparation, the management, it all came right on the big day. Uh, the goals were like absolutely clinical as regards the Carol Hergerty bursting through and, and, and sticking the ball in the net twice. And, and Galan's, I suppose Seamus Flanagan hitting the, the, the 20 yard ball to exactly where uh, Galan wanted it. And you knew he was going to score when he got the ball. But also, I suppose Hegarty had another big chance in the first half there. Uh, like they were so dominant. They had so many, I suppose, scores. You had Barry Nash coming up at the end of the first half. I think he had two shots, scored one. Uh, it was just, look, it was total hurling. And I, I think Michael Dygan referenced that on the commentary that it was just. You know, Cork were were, were, were were playing a different sport essentially yesterday because Limerick were, were, were making it that different sport. Like as Willie mentioned there, Rory, uh, they got off to the flyer, obviously, Garage Hegarty um, got the goal early on. Then Kingston replies. And like for the first 10 minutes, like it was it was a really good spectacle because Cork did throw it at them. But just after that, there's simply no answer for Cork. Yeah, and sure, uh, like... You go back to the start of the game. It's it's only a simple thing from 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 Cork's point of view. You know, obviously they got back into the game with Kingston's goal, but to give Limerick such such a start with getting a goal early on like that, you know, was a real killer. Giving it gave Limerick energy that maybe they didn't even need, but it gave them that energy to say we, we, there's goals on here today. There's scores to be gotten. Like I think if Cork looked back on it, like it was a simple ball for Luke Mead on the sideline and. You know he's a good player, but he's, he's I suppose in, in the first few minutes of an All Ireland final, that's not the place to be trying to dolly the game up a little bit and trying to pull out these passes. And you know he, he, he one went loose and, and and to give a ball loose around that area to Keane Lynch and he 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 gave the pass into Hegarty then and it was very very clinical from Limerick's point of view and they went from the juggler from there. And so Kingston, great golf in Kingston to be fair to him, he really 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 went in with that and and, and it looked like Cork were going to. We're going to put this up to Limerick for, 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 for a long time, but just the power of Limerick, just everything. I think Cork as well, I think they'd have to admit they didn't really hit their straps, I think, in a lot of ways. I think they like a simple thing in Hurling nowadays is is the is the is the tackle count and the stats and the contacts and things like that. And I'd say that was way down from Cork's point of view. They didn't really get in Limerick's faces enough. I know their full forward line. Limerick's full forward line are, are absolutely excellent, but they went to town, they had the freedom of Crow Park. 
really without anyone putting any any bit of a challenge on him a lot of the time and you know that comes back for me a lot of the time Paul I said to you all the time about their half forwards they got too much freedom if you give them too much freedom it, it opens up space everywhere else for everyone else and that's what happened and the Limerick forwards the full forward line were absolutely clinical uh, Gillan Casey and, and, and Flanagan sure they're unstoppable really when they're when they're get when they're on the, on the, on in that form and you know they're they're they're, they're it's just, it was just a poor, pure power play from them and, and that's that's what I've spoken to you about before even in, in cricket they talk about power plays Limerick gave that power play in the first half and and Cork didn't re- couldn't really have any answer for them yeah like absolutely and Willie was it it was obviously sensational from Limerick but were Cork naive in one sense the way they did set up defensively against this Limerick powerhouse I think so. I think even the most interesting thing for me was the long puck outs. Cork didn't seem to have a long puck out. So they were going short with the majority of them and they seemed very jittery on them. They weren't clinical for an all Ireland final if you're going short, which I don't think you can. I think you have to mix it up. And I think that was probably the, the, the mistake that, that, that Cork made that they hadn't the. I suppose they weren't winning the ball against that very powerful Limerick half back line, so they have to go short. And I think that was a big thing. And as I said to you, they were coughing up a lot of possession. They just looked jittery. They looked off. They looked half a yard wrong the ball was hitting the ground they weren't fluid they weren't I suppose they were they weren't stepping forward with the ball as they were against Kilkenny and setting up plays they were on the back foot most of the time and I think again with that power play of Limerick uh, it didn't uh, it didn't do very very well and I think uh, it's uh, but again I think probably Limerick look testament to them testament to the way they set up they were very much on the front foot the ball they were putting to Galan Flanagan in the second half in particular was just you know what I mean? It was one bounce into the hand and Rory will tell you as any kind of corner forward. Like, that's the ball you want. Imagine getting that kind of ball in Crow Park. There's very little any bat can do if the ball has been worked so well through the lines. And we, we were hearing about that a lot this summer and, and the last year or two. But the ball has been worked so well by the Limerick outside uh, half-backs, midfield, half-forwards that, you know, it was a, it, it was a brilliant for, for Galan and, and Flanagan inside to, I suppose, to, to really show what they can do with that kind of ball coming. Yeah, and there was one at uh, one stage in that second half, like Willie mentioned there, Rory, about Galan and Flanagan, their runs. Like there was even one stage where you could see they were actually physically tired from them runs they were making out to the, the corners. Yeah, sure. The, those guys' movement is absolutely top class. And what, one thing I suppose for, for an inside forward is noticeable for me, even when they're doing the movement, they always seem to be close to the goal even when they receive the ball. So they're not moving all the time way out the field. They're moving across and they're moving, they're making mm. short lateral movements rather than long movements where they're, where they're not in a scoring zone. So they're, they're very, very smart with their moves. And, the, and, and like Limerick worked the ball then so well that like those guys are not struck the ball until they're in position. That's how well Limerick worked the ball. They don't just hit it into an area. They're, they're nearly waiting and waiting until Gillan or Flanagan is in the right position and then they give it at the right point. And like, you really don't have any hope uh, if you don't engage with them totally, I think, in the middle third of the field. And did they, I, for me, I think Cork didn't engage with them enough in the middle third of the field. Maybe, probably they're not capable of doing it, but they did, did their, their tackles, their, their their turnovers, everything was way down. Like a simple little thing for me, and I, I, I look back on the game yesterday again, Kyle Hayes in the first half, he seemed to be on his own all the time. I don't I don't know what happened there with, with Limerick. He seemed to be out, out, on, out on that left wing all the time or for, for Cork there was some sort of assistance breakdown I don't know I, I couldn't see them coming up with a plan to leave Kyle Hayes on his own if you look back on the game he was on his own continuously on that side of the field and if you leave him there he's going to give quality ball either to the half forwards or into the full forward line and then then you're goosed yeah I, I think you just have to engage with those guys in some form it's not easy definitely not easy it's easy to be on the other end of this now saying it and, and be, be, being being wise about the whole thing today but Cork Cork definitely there was some sort of a system breakdown there for me whether that was nerves whether that was a lack of energy whether it was just something happened wrong it, it just didn't get get to the right tempo of it in the middle third of the field and that's where they suffered mostly for me to be honest Willie do you think there is where Cork just kind of I suppose maybe got sidetracked and were more kind of zone American than actually engaging with this Limerick halfback line. 
Yeah, and like I'm sure, like even the, in the in the last since they beat Kenny in the semi final, they've been thinking about nothing else about how they're going to impose their game on Limerick. But again, I just think it's testament to, to Limerick, to Paul Kinnard's coaching, to the way they play, the way they've evolved their game in the last three, four years. With you know, with, with a lot of the same players, yes, that have won two hundred, really won all Ireland's. But like it's again, they're so uh, I suppose well versed, they're so uh, rehearsed in in what they do. And yet, no one can come up with a with a plan. It's just testament, again, as Rory said there. You, you know, Cork seemed to malfunction, but I, I think look, it's testament to, to to Limerick the way they play, the way they're able to knock the ball around as regards. It's like, you know, you're you're chasing shadows a lot of the time. And Rory was Rory is 100 right. They, they got no hits. They got no. They got no turnovers. They got no. It just didn't disrupt the flow of Limerick, and then resulted in unbelievable ball going in uh, when it was going into the inside line, and then the shots that they were taking from outside were all like we'd say 60, 70, 80 percent shots, and you know they, they scored a huge amount of them. Like again, Peter Casey was absolutely on fire for the first fifteen minutes. Again, the jink under the the Cusick stand there was all like it was just it was it was it was just pure class. And again, I think it's 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 brilliant to see that on an Ireland final day that, that, that array of skills. But at the same time, I think it's testament to, to Limerick and, and this, just the way they play and that 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 uh, it allows the, their, those players to express themselves like that. And it's, it, 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 in the end, it was like a training session for them. They were just so comfortable, like you know. Yeah, and Rory, you've been a big fan, really, of Peter Casey throughout the championship. Like, and as Willie mentioned, that performance in the first half, and it was it was in the running really for a man of the match as well. Yeah, sure. To me, Peter Casey's a genius. To be honest with you, I think he's absolutely a wizard of a hurler. To be honest, I think obviously Limerick have loads of them, but I, you know me, Paul. I'm in the corner forwards union and. Peter Casey for me is is one of the top corner forwards that's ever been. To be honest with you, I know, I know he's only playing for a small, a short amount of time, but every single day he goes onto the field, he's getting two or three points. He's bringing that work rate to the game. He's he's buzzing around, and then just yesterday, you could see even with him, I'd say it was like a release when he when he wasn't going to be suspended. He sort of said, "Geez, I'm going to go out here and give the performance of a lifetime," and he was really on for that. Really, five points and play. Points from every single angle, just a joy to behold. To be honest with you, for me, and 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 he's really, really, really on top of his game. It was great to see yesterday. To be honest, Billy, you did mention Paul Kinnerk there, um, and I think every hurling fan could really see Kinnerk's imprint, especially in that Limerick team yesterday. But do you think in intercounty hurling are we ever going to see a coach like Kinnerk again? I think yes. I think the way. I suppose going from from the eighties to the nineties to to, to to the noughties to, to now, uh, I suppose I, since I've been watching Harden, like it's evolved all the time, like you know, and and, and I, I suppose that's the exciting piece with all this that where is the next evolution going to take us? Like as regards, or, or who will come up with the with the plan to 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 to, to down this Limerick side? Like again, Kilkenny looked unstoppable with four in a row. Uh, yes, I suppose we we stopped him in two thousand and ten, but. Like again, the game is continually changing, and that's the that's the most exciting. There will there will be a coach. There'll be somebody coming. I don't know who it is at the moment. Uh, but I suppose most counties will, will be hoping it's 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 them. Like Limerick have such a, I suppose it's it's such a system. It's a system success as regards Paul Kinnock with the coaching, their S and C, their like they're, they're they're absolute specimens of men. Like they're 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 playing a game that's so skillful yet they're so big and so strong and so powerful. It's Again, to answer your question, yes, there will be someone, I suppose, coming, but it doesn't look like I can't see anyone on the on the horizon. But uh, it's it's just a, it's it's a credit to, to Paul Kinner, to John Kiley, to to the Limerick system, I think, more than anything else. Like they're they're, they're unbelievably well coached, Paul. There's no doubt about it. But at the end of the day, and I'm all for their coaching, I think they're they're fantastic, those guys. But at the end of the day, you can have all the coaches in the world, but if you don't have the absolute raw talent there and, and lads with, with, with the hunger that they have, you're going to go nowhere anyway. Like, you're talking about all-time players, really. Sean Finn, one of the top cornerbacks of all time. Their half-back line, Kyle Hayes, is going to be up there as one of the great players, I'd say. Keen Lynch, uh, Peter Casey, Aaron Gillan, Gerard Hegarty, all these guys are kind of once-in-a-lifetime type of players, like, Obviously, yeah, the, the Limerick, I'm so impressed with their coaching system, their, everything they put around it. But it's like Kilkenny years ago with, with, their, with their fantastic team. If you don't have the players, 
Willie knows it. Him, he's he's more in coaching than any of us. He knows all about it. If you don't have the players, you you can ha- you can do all the coaching you like. It must be a joy to go into training every night if you're Paul Kinhork, John Kiley, any of these other lads, Alan Cunningham, any of these fight, guys who are in there to go in and work with players like that. You're, it's it, it, everything you want to do just comes off, and that and that's that that must be absolutely a pleasure to work with. Mm. You could even see in I suppose Garrow's Hegarty's interview, Willie, like. The word "working hard," like it was used so much throughout that interview. Yeah, I think, and again, that was the most striking thing for me. Look, I was blown away with the hurling, as was the whole country watching. And I was watching with my family yesterday, and we were sitting down. But they all seem like genuinely good fellas, and like it's 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 they're very likable, they're very humble, they're they're working towards the team. Like Keen Lynch's interview after the match was like, you know, it's all about team, it's all about work, it's all about family, community, the people they're representing. And a lot of people, I suppose, talk about things like that, but you can see these guys are actually living it. They're they're enjoying the moment, they're enjoying what they're doing. They're like, you know, back to back all Ireland's for the first time in Limerick for for years. I think look, as as we started this uh this podcast just talking about it, it's scary. It, it, it's scary that they're, they're physically so strong. As Rory said, they're so talented. They've, they've, they've added success now to it. So, you know, they've had a taste for, for three All-Irelands. Uh, and, you know, you, you can only imagine what the what the appetite for more is as regards Limerick uh, pre, pre-18 when the All-Ireland in 1973. Like, they're, they, they don't want to wait that length of time again. Like, this is, this is their time. And it's... Uh, I don't know. I, I'm just I'm fascinated looking in as regards to see I suppose the development of all these players and then like would say the players that are coming as well behind. They're after having four or five really decent minor teams, um, good under twenty teams. Like they're they're re- their system is working. They're producing players. They seem to be enjoying it. They're good fellas. Like there's a lot of Jesus. Like they're ticking all the boxes at the moment. And again, it, 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 it's up to somebody in some county to come and say, look. We're, we're going to come with something different. We're going to try uh, a different style of play. We're going to evolve hurling. Like hurling is in a in a magnificent place at the moment. Like you know, the 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 quality of the of the Limerick play and and, and the championship in general has been very very high this year, albeit from a slow start. But like it's again, it's it's just exciting to see who who takes up the the, the mantle to, to to push some team forward to seek in the challenge Limerick because at the moment they look unstoppable. Does it show in one sense, Rory? Like this Limerick, like we've talked about, I suppose the management team they have. We all know the role that JP McManus has played there. Even Connor Fitzgerald was mentioned from the Woodlands yesterday. Like across the board, Limerick have really got their house in order at county board level, and it probably maybe shows for another county or two who could be struggling just with communication between maybe the county board and senior team. If you get it right and you do put the structures in place, what can happen? Yeah, sure. Limerick, Limerick are are really the 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 lesson for everybody in a lot of ways. They, they I suppose, like looking back on maybe the last ten or twelve years, it hasn't been like this for a long time with Limerick. Like there was a strike back, maybe I don't know when ten or in 2009, 10, 11, around that time with Justin McCarthy, and there was obviously problems at that time, and you know lads made their feelings. Be, be be told and they, they didn't play for play for Limerick and they kind of got things in order probably from there and started with their 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 senior structure first of all they brought in Don Grady at that time to kind of settle the whole thing down and, and get it going and had good men like TJ Ryan and, and Kieran Carey and some of them were involved at that stage and Mark Foley I think as well some of those guys were involved at that time as well so they got the, the senior side first up and going and, and that that I suppose then gave gave confidence and gave kind of a, 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 a bit of a, a enthusiasm for the young people of the county to get back hurling again and get 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 back into Limerick hurling and know that there's something to play for here in Limerick and then just the structures that they put in place right I think people like Joe McKenna have have done an awful lot in the background there of that and you know they had Anthony Daly was obviously involved and Jerry Wallace from Cork was there involved, so they're 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 looking for the best of the best all the time. They're they're not afraid to bring in people from other counties. They're not afraid to look for look for other little nuggets and things. And then JP is in the background, obviously supporting it and 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 driving it from there. And then sure, if you look at their senior setup, like there's 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 a who's who there really. They've they've, they've everything like just it's 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 unbelievable. It's not easy for every county board to get to that level because that costs money. That, that that takes a lot of resources, but at the same time, they are a lesson for you. If you want to go places and, and you have ambition, 
you certainly can do that and that like that it really shows to be honest with you like in Hurland there's always been the Cork Kenny Tipperary but it shows the level the Limericks the Waterfords the Clares the Wexfords the Dublins these teams that if the right uh, setups are put in place if the right resources are put in place you can go places and you can be competing at the at the highest level yeah and Willie like as Rory said like when you look at everything across the board from structures and all of this like it's it's hugely impressive yeah I, I guess was, I, I had a unique window into it I was minor manager in 12 and 13 in Tipperary and we played Limerick we won the minor all in 12 and Limerick came to town uh in 13 with Keen Lynch, Richie English, all, all those fellas, and they beat us by a point. And like you could see, I suppose, the the quality of the players that were there, uh, the quality of as Rory said there, the investment in around it, you could see the set, the system that was being built by by, by Joe McKenna. And like again, look, this they, like all they, they brought through all those players, they recognized that, that they had a talented bunch. They I think they, they didn't win the minor All-Ireland that year, Watford won it, but they won uh two twenty-one All-Irelands. And like that was that like that, look that, it's 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 not about I suppose winning all these All-Irelands, but at the same time it's about bringing through all these players. And they brought through loads of players. And like then as Rory said there, the the, the setup is, is 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 top class with the I suppose the resources that are available. But they had a vision, I suppose, going back 10 or 12 years ago, what they wanted. Uh they they measured it, they 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 changed it as they went. And uh, now they have huge success on the back of that, and I think it's testament to all the people that were involved. But again, look, uh, it's it, look, it's it, it, at the moment it's a template on how to build a system, and and, and I'm sure that some county will come and and, and and the empire will fall again, and hurling will evolve and hurling will go on, and that's just the way it is. But at the moment, Limerick are 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 are, are odds on for for next year's All Ireland, and maybe the one after that at the moment. So again, as a tip man, as Rory as a Wexford man, I think it's it's scary for everybody. And even say the players they've introduced into the panel this year, particularly Colin Coughlin came in there in the second half and didn't look out of place. Rory, seen Colin O'Neill at minor and under twenty level and even in the league this year. Like they maybe aren't winning the All Ireland in them grades, but they're still bringing to them bringing through them one or two players. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> the scary thing, really, Paul, is that these guys that they're bringing in are absolute monsters. Like they're not. There's no, yeah, like we in Wexford or even Tipperary, they're bringing in a, a lad who's under twenty, and he looks like he 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 needs a good a good few meals to to keep himself going. And these guys are just ready to go, and they're just they're at they're 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 conditioned so well. Whatever is going on there in the background from when these guys are 15, 16 years of age, they're certainly producing players that are first of all physically ready to play play inter county and then secondly they're they they have they have huge hurling ability and thirdly then they have they, they've obviously they're they're obviously uh, very good mentally and able to keep these guys uh, focused and things like that. Some of these guys are only out in leaving cert, you know and like I know from being in school how hard it is to keep lads like that focused, let alone, you know, go in and play in our learning finals and and in Munster championships and things like that. So geez sure we could talk about it all night, Paul. But everything is going right for Limerick. Really, they are the they are the they are the, they are the top team. Everybody else has to has to catch them. They look like they're not going to be caught at the moment. And fair play to them is what what I'd say. And it's, it's up to everybody else to now get back down and start to think about what can we do to 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 beat them. What can we do to challenge them? Like. The teams are not going to roll over next year at the same time and say, "Here you go, Limerick, roll out the red carpet." There's an all learn. They'll have to go and have to go and earn it. Other teams will still still believe in in their own heads that they can do it. You know, you have to believe that. You have to believe that you can bring something something different to the table, and you have to you have to just go out every single day and challenge these Limerick guys and see where you can go. The big narrative, I suppose, Willie, after this back to back All Ireland success, three All Irelands in four years. They're already being prepared, being, I suppose, compared to the great Kilkenny team that did do four in a row from 05 to 2009. Um, and like, as you said, they're in pole position um, to win the next All-Ireland or two. But do you think they can do and even maybe do better than what the Kilkenny team done? Well, look, I suppose history or history has told us that to win... I suppose four All Irelands isn't easy. So in a row, so they still have two to go there. So I think it's uh, 
look, it's 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 in it's in Limerick's hands. They have the quality. They have the work done. They have five or six years of S and C done. They have the some of the confidence that winning all Ireland's brings. They have a lot of young players. We said they're coming through. They have a system that's producing players ready to go, as Rory said there. And I think, uh, yeah, it's it's very much in their hands. But I, I look, I'm sure every every county, every county management at the moment. Uh, We'll, we'll fancy a crack off this. There's nothing to lose at this stage because everyone is, you know, everyone has Limerick as as Raven hot favourites after yesterday's performance again. So, look, I know Tip, I know probably Wexford, Clare, Cork, Walford, they're all Galway, they're all lined up and they're all, you know, they, they'll want to cut off this thing if there's anything in them. And and we, as we know, you know, the, the, there's something in everybody. So I think. Yeah, I think team, teams will look forward to, to playing against them, to challenging themselves. But at the moment, and looking at it, it looks like the the, the world is, is green and it's going to stay that way unless 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 these teams do come up to it. Rory, along similar lines, that it is in Limerick's hand. Yeah, very much so. I think it is. Totally in Limerick's hands in a lot of ways. They like as 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 Willie has said, they 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 have the structures, they have the confidence, they have the players. It's all there for them. It's just about, and I'm sure I, I don't think there will be a problem. But it's about them just knuckling down again and and being focused on the job when 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 2022 comes around next year and do going about their business. And you know, I think they're they're going to be very very difficult, very very difficult to stop. I think to answer your your original question to Willie, you know, is is like. I was just thinking about this today and you're trying to compare them with different teams. And like for me, obviously the Kilkenny team there, what, seven, ten years ago was, was is considered to be the greatest team of all time and still are for me in a lot of ways. But I think if you if you look at it in, in the context of, of, of Tipperary, who were, I suppose, challenging to Kilkenny at that at that stage in, in nine and ten, and they, they, they stopped Kilkenny from winning, the, I suppose, the... The five in a row that time and that Tipperary team are an absolutely top class team and top class men and you know they could only win one All Ireland at that time you know and and to win three All Irelands in four years is 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 a an um, unbelievable achievement and 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 even more especially I think for 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 a county like Limerick really you know I've said about the Corks the Kilkenny the Tipperaries they're the they're the top dogs they're the they're the teams with the 20s and 30s All Irelands, whatever they have, and a, a team like Limerick to win three All Irelands in four years is 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 an unbelievable achievement, and they'll certainly at this stage go down as 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 one of the great teams. To be honest with you, I think to to win that, like they could, it's easy to say could, would, should, but they could easily have four now at this stage. You know that that's easy to say, but they could have easily had it, and I'm sure there's ambition in their group to. At least solidify maybe a three in a row, and there's not that many teams have won three. You know, Kilkenny have won it, Cork have won it. I'm not sure really whether Tip have ever done it, but yeah, it's the sixties. They've done it. They've done it mm. in the sixties. So Limerick, Limerick, I'm sure within their group are very, very conscious of that. I would say they won't say it out loud, but I'd say they'd love to. They'd love to go alongside all those counties and be able to say to them, "We did the three in a row as well, and and and, and we're we're our team." I'm sure in Limerick they, they'll have their team very, very top, but but to put it on the board and to say we've done three in a row will be a big, big motivating factor for them, I think. And Willie, like even when you look at say the defense of Limerick, like there has been curveballs thrown at John Kiley. Like you said a few years ago, Mike Casey and Richie English were going to get injured. What would they do? And then Barry Nash, who's a forward, slots into cornerback. Dan Morrissey was a wing-back, slots into full-back. Declan Hanner, who originally played in the forward, slots into six. Kyle Hayes, who was in the half-forward line, slots into seven. Like The, the versatility is unbelievable. It is, and uh, like it's. I think again, it's 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 a confidence, isn't it, as regards and a vision of what they want. They they recognise that that we say Barry Nash, for example, that he 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 was a, a wing forward. Uh, they recognise they needed a cornerback. So yeah, there's a six foot four guy who can move, who can hurl, who can play, who can who can play the game ultimately that they want to play. Which is again, I think Mighty Dighton references yesterday the total hurling. Like Barry Nash can receive short, short puckers. Barry Nash can get up the field. Barry Nash can score. But like it's it's. It's and they're all like that. It's, you know, it's, they're all able to play. Their skills allow them to 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 deal with whatever situation they're in. Uh, they can, you know, I mean, it's I suppose going back ten years ago when cornerbacks were, were getting the ball and trying to drive it out over a half back line to 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 avoid any I suppose uh, traffic that was there. Like that's all over now. Like these guys are so athletic. They can come out. They can play ball. Uh, 
like again, Sean Finn and Barry Nash, like two probably of the, uh, uh, you know, they're, they're unbelievable cornerbacks now. Dan Morrissey, there was a, a picture of him there in the semi-final, and he'd, he'd arms like a, you know, he was just huge man that's able to hurl, that's able to move, that that did a, an unbelievable job last year. Similarly this year, uh, Richie English being out with the cruciate and, and only and not getting back into the team this year. But again, then you look at the halfback then, like three absolute. You know, huge athletic uh, Burns, uh, Kyle Hayes on both sides of Hannon. Like it's it's just look, it's 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 total hurling. And again, I go back to the point. It's it's up to other counties now to seek and they not replicate it, but try to 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 to, to find a Wexford solution or a Tipperary solution or a Clare solution or whatever it is, and use the players that are available to seek and they come up because again. You know, 2022 will come around. Uh, Limerick will be ready, and I suppose it's up to other counties to to have their houses in order to see if they're ready. Is it up to Rory to get more of them for maybe for other counties to get more of them ball players into the half back line? Ashners, it's hard to know, Paul. It's like in 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 every team in the, in the, in the country, there's top class half backs and they're, they're top class ball players. I I think it's much much more than than just ball players, really. Like like going through the Limerick team. I think it's very, very difficult to see a weakness in it. To be honest with you, I think it's hard to see it. You'll, you'll need a, you'll need a super team to be able to compete with them. You'll need a super team to be able to beat them, and you'll need, you'll need just a plan that's going to maybe shock them in some ways. It's like Tipperary in, in, in the Munster final this year. Tipperary gave them, gave them every bit of it really, but the, the, the strength of Limerick is they're able to go in at half time and analyze it and 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 really go through it and see where things are going wrong and come out in the second half and rectify it and I think to play Limerick you're going to need a lot more than just ball players Paul you're going to need physical specimens that can compete with this half back line and half forward line in a lot of ways and really really put it up to them like I think if I, I think if you look at Cork yesterday from their point of view even their half back line Mark Coleman great great hurler uh Tim O'Mahony, another great stickman, but both of them probably not physically able to really mix it with with those with those Limerick lads in a lot of ways. And if you're not able to if you're not able to mix it with them and, and be able to physically stand up against them, that's you're going to struggle really. To be honest, I think I think I think if you sat down and thought about it, geez, I'm no genius on hurling, but if you sat down and thought about it, Paul, for long enough, and there's loads and loads of coaches around, they're trying to come up with a way of beating this Limerick team. I don't know how to do it. I have my have my theories on it, but I, I I don't know how to do it, and it'd be very very difficult to come up with a way to do it. But you just need you you need you need ball players. You need physical men. You need lads who can move. You need lads with great heads. You need team players. You need you need just everything, and then you need five or six subs who can come in as well. And you probably need two or three plans to be him as well, because probably one plan is not going to do it because they have Paul Kinnerk. I've spoken about him before. They have Shawnee O'Donnell on 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 video analysis. That guy is a genius. He's worked with me in the club. Brilliant man. He's in the background. There's not much said about him, but he he'd spot things in a second, and he's there in the background with Limerick, and and he's seen little things on videos that probably other guys wouldn't see, and he's 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 relaying that to Kinnerk, and it's just changing it like that. So if you're going to beat Limerick, you're going to come up have to have two or three plans and. A super team and maybe maybe twenty players on the field as well, Paul, if you could. <laughs> Willie, what about that uh Keen Lynch performance yesterday? Um six points I think overall, but in tricky situations to have the confidence to be able to I suppose flick up that ball into the hand under pressure, it's just <laughs> insane. Yeah, no, look, he's 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 a phenomenal, isn't he? Like as regards he gives just he just gives you such the ball sticks when it goes to the centre forward. You're looking for an out ball. If you're got forbid if even if it's not a good ball, he wins it. He's like a you know, he's like an octopus. His arms going everywhere, his legs going everywhere, his pace, his power, he's as you said there, he's had a flick balls. He's just look, he's 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 a total hurler for the modern game, and he's their he's their leader, and he's just look, I, you couldn't say enough about him. Another man we haven't mentioned on, on, on even on this discussion is Tom Marcy. Like Tom Marcy goes through games, and he's scoring five and six and seven points in play, and there's nothing even said about him. Similarly, those not talking about him, and just that ability to you know, just just to hurt teams, and I think that's it's something that uh, look again with that kind of half forward line, Hegarty. 
Dean Lynch, Tom Morrissey. Like, it's, look, they're, they're, they're phenomenal men. They're phenomenal athletes. But they provide huge uh, outball for, 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 for halfbacks, midfielders. Whatever type it is, the boys win it. They're always moving. They're always running into space. They're... Look, they're they're creating a new model of how hurling is played, and I think that's that, that that's the biggest compliment I could give them. They're they're driving the evolution of the game forward at the moment, and it's uh it's again we've mentioned it a couple of times. It's scary, but uh, I think uh we, we, and I think the, the scariest thing for me is the age prof- profile of all these fellas. Like they're they're all young men, like they're 25, 26. They're, they're probably not even in their peak yet, which is again. Uh, you know something that 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 these guys are hungry. These guys, as Rory said, there they, they want to win three in a row for Limerick. They want to probably win four, five, six. They want to get as many All Irelands as as they can now. And again, in Keen Lynch's interview after the match, he's talking about now, enjoying now, enjoying you know the match, playing the match, winning what's in front of them, going training every night, but very much living in the moment, which is again very authentic in his, his interview afterwards that just tells you the type of group that they are and I think uh, yeah it'll, it'll be interesting to see uh, who comes up with something or is anybody able to come up with something I think I think one thing that Willie said there for me that sticks out with this Limerick team as well is the ball sticks like you know and that, and that's key like like Willie, know, Willie knows again from training teams and things like that, that that's, that's a key feature like every ball that Limerick hit is to hand, and I think Brendan Cummins said it last night on on the on the Sunday game, and he was completely right. People underestimate how difficult it is to give these 20, 30 yard passes to hand and the ball sticking, and that that's where this whole Limerick system comes from. They're they're so so comfortable on the ball. Everything that they hit sticks, even when they're going for points. It just seems to always go over the bar. There's no such thing as the ball dropping short even drifting wide is, is the shot is on, they take the right option and the strike is just absolutely 100%. So even with everything, their, 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 their tactics, their physical physicality, their S&C, their, their video analysis, going back to the very, very basics of hurling, Limerick's first touch, Limerick's striking, Limerick's catching, Limerick's hand passing is absolutely on point all the time and they very, very rarely make any little basic errors at all that puts them in any trouble and that and that allows them then to uh, thrive and play this system and, and, and to absolutely go to town on teams. Willie, Rory mentions the short passing there, but I talked yesterday, their hand passing was, it was just unbelievable really, like, and even sometimes when they don't strike the hand, like even for Gareth Hegarty, he got the hand pass off. Like there's not really many teams who are as comfortable as Limerick, even if if it's short poking in that triangle or if it's short hand passing. Yeah, like but 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 it's execution, isn't it? Like as regards and 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 they seem to be like look, it's testament to the work they do away from the from from Crow Park, away from the big day. The work is done away from the bright lights. It's done. In the Gaelic grounds or wherever they do it, but I, I think yeah, not to underestimate the the difficulty in executing, like nearly 95 percent of their passes go to hand. Like there's no, it's 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 very much they're, they're, they're controlling. People talk about controlling the controllables and controlling about what you can do and trying to get your execution up. And we we, we look across sports, we look at the All Blacks and rugby and their 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 needs and wants to get to that level of execution on the biggest day. But like Limerick are are there now, and 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 but again. It's 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 the work they put in. It's it's yes, it's the quality of players. Yes, it's all the the, the other things we've mentioned already. But again, Cork probably worked equally as hard on it leading into the match, and it didn't come off. And I think look, it's it's uh, yeah, it's 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 testament and it's testament to, to Limerick the work they do away from the ground. But it's uh, but I, I think interesting as well that the, look, Cork are. Look, we're talking about systems. We're talking about Limerick. We're talking about look, Cork had a fantastic week. They'll reflect back on this. And yes, no one likes being betting a senior All Ireland, but to win a to win an under twenty All Ireland in the canter, to win a minor All Ireland in the canter with again huge big athletic players that their system is now producing. Look, I, I've no doubt in my mind that Cork are are, are close to, to being back uh, where they want to be, which is winning All Irelands, and that's the currency in Cork. But at the same time, I, I think. Uh, their system is, has proven to, to, to be providing young players. And I think uh, it'll be interesting to see where they go in the next couple of years. Willie talks there, Rory, about the work away from the training ground. And I suppose you can really see that coming from that game-based approach that Limerick work on in training. Yeah, sure. Again, like 
I, I, I've never, never seen them train or anything like it. But just, just from how they, how they execute things in a match, they're training around their, 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 their philosophy. Everything around it must be, must be absolutely top notch. And just even simple things, it's not just coming from the training ground. Those guys are doing an unbelievable amount of work on their own. Like it was even mentioned yesterday that they're training on a Tuesday and a Friday night. So that's that's just that's just two two sessions a week, probably two two hours. You know, these guys are spending hours upon hours on their own, whether that's whether that's in, in ball alleys, whether that's down on the pitch, whether that's getting out with their brother, their cousin, their mates at home, whatever it is. They're constantly working on the basics. They're constantly trying to improve themselves. And Willie is right. The Cork guys would have been the very, very same. You know, they, like Cork are Cork of excellent players. Like they, 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 they'll be, they'll be obviously very, very disappointed yesterday. They'll be, they'll be, they'll be very down. But at the at the end of the day, I wouldn't be too worried about Cork. To be honest with you, I think they're 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 coming. They're a, they're a big danger. Cork, Cork will be back winning our learning soon enough, I think. And, you know, I wouldn't be too worried about them, even though the guys that, that were playing yesterday will be very, very disappointed. If some of those guys stick around and, and, and keep their head down and keep working, I'm sure there's, there's, there's good days to come for Cork again in the near future. Yeah, and even, even Rory, I'd say you can relate. When, when Ola were winning all those county finals, you were probably just mad. You were realising your time is now you've waited long enough to, to, to be winning county finals. I remember being down at a good few of them and that, that hunger shone through, but also the execution of passes. When when you needed big moments, lads, the ball stuck or you, you did the right thing and hence you won so much as regards uh, with county championships on Wexford. But I, I, I'd say it's, 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 it's exciting to be in the middle of that as a club or as a county when you're winning things and you know if you do all if you do all the work if you do the extra pieces if you do the as I said the, the training away from the bright lights of the county final or an All Ireland final that you know the, once the work is done you know you can perform in a county final and uh, that must be hugely satisfying when you actually do with it. You see Limer- Limerick are in a situation now, really, that they know if they produce their best they're going to win the game. Yeah. Like, like, that's that's just the reality of the situation. If they produce their best, they're going to win the game. If Cork were going in yesterday, obviously hoping to win the match, but there was always the chance that if, even if we produce our very very best here, we still might not win. And Limerick are in that Limerick are in that situation no more than Kilkenny were years ago, more than we were in a, in our own situation, maybe at home or whatever. That's that that's the situation you get into. And then when you start winning. You want more. You get the feeling of it. You get you, you. You want to come back. You want. You want to. I suppose the adulation. You want the the feeling of it. It becomes a drug, and it becomes an obsession in a lot of ways to go and win again. And you don't want to give anybody else that feeling. Limerick, yeah. Limerick can be jealous now, and they'll be saying, "Geez, I don't want. I don't want Kilkenny or Waterford or Tipperary or Galway to be feeling this. I want this feeling, and I want to hold on to it. And if and if they're going to come up against you, you're going to drive on even more. So Limerick are. In in a situation that is that is absolutely fantastic for them that they know if they produce the goods and they get to their level they're going to win the match just as well finally um on this limerick thing willie do you think dropping angolan when they did for the monster final showed a statement to the rest of the squad Suppose look, the winners write history. So uh, yeah, when you look at it now, John Kiley was hundred percent right after winning the All Ireland. But at the same time, look, I, I don't know what was going on there or not, but it seemed to be the the, the kick that Aaron Galan needed to to really produce. Like look, he produced against Tip when he came on. He produced, you know, he produced in the semi final. He produced in the final. He's look an outstanding player. Uh, but again, a cog in the wheel, and, and and that's that's the and that's said with the greatest respect to the quality of the hurler he is. Like they're just look they're, they're, every day they play they have fifteen guys that are going to do a job as Rory said there if they if they perform if they they know if they perform they'll win the match and like that's that's a, that gives huge confidence after winning three All Irelands after winning two hundred twenty one All Irelands like these these guys now are are hungry for more and I think look in hindsight yeah that was a great move by John Kiley but uh, it's uh, yeah I think every day they go they 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 they, they, they seem to produce the answers and Galan has answered uh, since, since since that monster final. And like as we mentioned, it has been a hugely positive week for Cork, the minor and under twenty titles. But Rory, will this defeat scare some of these Cork players? 
And it'll certainly, it'll certainly, it'll certainly hurt for a good while, Paul, because to go out in a final like that, and the worst thing about any defeat or any final, and I'm not, I know it myself more than a lot of people, is is to not perform at all. There was, you know, to go out and perform and, and get beaten. Yeah, you'd be disappointed, but there's there's a there's a bit of pride in that, and there's a bit of a feeling that Jesus, we, we at least we at least we gave a performance. A lot of car guys today will be very very flat. They'll be very 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 disillusioned in a lot of ways with how, how they perform but you know there was probably a number of factors came into it you know Lim- Limerick's performance obviously number one secondly a lot of those guys are, are, are pretty young and they're coming into maybe into their first all Ireland final and that, that probably maybe got to a few of them maybe slightly and you know when, when, when you're playing maybe on a little bit of nervous energy and things like that your energy levels can be down and if you're going to play against Limerick and your energy levels are down. You're 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 not going to survive, really. And that that probably played into it. And then, maybe in a, in a lot of ways as well, and it's probably underestimated. But Cork had a good few games coming up to that, coming up to the the All Ireland final. You know, they had three or four matches in in the qualifiers, and even the Kilkenny game, the the emotional energy that that would have taken out of the team to win that and to get over the line and to to kind of in a lot of ways sort of. You know, probably they would have felt we're proving to people that we have a team again, and that that we're we're men in Cork and we're able to stand up against Kilkenny and beat them. There's a lot of emotional energy in that, and to, and to be able to produce that again, maybe two weeks later, Cork probably struggled with that a little bit, you know, and to get back really to the pitch of it. And you could just see, for me, their energy levels wasn't wasn't where they, where they where they were the last day. You know, their their touch was that little bit off. You know, they they will certainly. It will certainly be a little bit disillusioned, but I don't think it'll scare them really in the long term. I think I think they'll come back. I think they've they've a good enough management team behind them, very very experienced men. They they'll lift them them lads again. It's just a matter of maybe analysing the game and seeing where we could improve. Maybe looking for they'll still need they still need more players. I think that Cork team you know they're they're probably lacking. Probably at least lacking two or three defenders, I would say, real defenders that are going to get really down and dirty and do the real, real defensive work that's needed. You know, probably up front as well. There, there maybe there's too many players in it that, that are too alike in a lot of ways. And you know, you could see that even with the puckouts yesterday, Limerick kind of had their number with puckouts, and they don't have any other option really other than go short. And when they go long, they're losing it. So that's something that Cork are going to have to look at throughout the winter and throughout the next few years. And maybe seeing these under twenty wins over the last few years and the few teams that got beaten in under twenty ones, have they a few players that they can bring in and add to that group? There's excellent players in the Cork team. But they still probably need probably three or four players on the on the team, and maybe two or three in 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 the subs to really strengthen them up and give them an all Ireland winning team. Willie, do you think maybe the three weeks on the trot played some factor in their performance yesterday when they did play Clare, Dublin, and Kilkenny? It was, yeah. Look, the, 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 it might suggest that there was. Uh, there was a little, there was a certain amount of sluggishness in it. Uh, I think Rory touched on it again. The emotional energy expended getting over Kilkenny was, uh, at the time, yeah, it was great to get to an All Ireland final, but that took a lot out of him. I'd say it took a lot out of him mentally and physically. Uh, extra time as well. But but look, look, it's 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 about getting ready for for All Ireland finals. Uh, Limerick, uh, on the other hand, got ready. I know that they hadn't that week on week uh, leading into it, but at the same time, they they. You know they blitz Watford when they when they needed to. They blitz Cork when they needed to. Like it's just look again. It's it's look everything is Limerick at the moment. I I think yeah there'll be learnings and Cork will take learnings from what happened both tactically as Rory said there initially uh, with, with with Kyle Hayes being left uh, free under the uh, under the Cusick stand there in the first half in particular. Like they had no Cork had no outball. Cork had no one as regards as we, as we mentioned as well with like Keen Lynch, uh, Hegarty, uh, Tom uh, Morrissey winning the ball in the half forward line. Area and if you don't have that out ball, if you don't have someone to, to hit the ball to, you have to go short. And and then they were, as I said, there they were a bit jittery. They weren't uh, hitting it on the front foot. They were uh, they were hitting it on the back foot mostly. They were hitting it under pressure. The ball was being spilled. And uh, whatever the reasons were, uh, I suppose only Cork can analyze and Cork can see. Uh, but again, Cork will learn. Cork have players coming. Uh, I don't think it will scar them to answer your previous question. And uh, I think Cork very much are, are, are there thereabouts in the next couple of years to, to launch a tilt at, uh, at being the ones to beat Limerick. Whether they do or not, history or the future will, will tell us that. 
Willie, you would have seen a bit of their under-20 and minor team, but Roy mentions there that the forwards maybe might be a bit too similar, but there is, I suppose, maybe them different type of forwards, like Porrick Power, um, O'Flynn, like in that Cork under-20 forwards unit that are coming. Yeah, like in the two teams, as regards, that, that's forgotten as well, as regards, they, they won one all Ireland last week, but they won another one about, uh, about a month or two ago in Nolan Park against Dublin. So they have two teams coming. Uh, we actually heard them with Venice Bridge there the week before they played Dublin in a, in a match and just very impressive, big, athletic fellas. Uh, again, they showed that in the All-Ireland. Uh, I saw them up close that morning when we played them. And look, have no fear, Cork. They, they, they have players coming. Uh, a friend of mine, actually, Rory, one of your friends, uh, Frank Flannery, said, wait, this year under-15 team uh, come through. He says, they, they, you know, they, they have loads of players coming. And I think that's the exciting piece for Cork supporters. Their system is fixed. They have players coming. They've won the minor All-Ireland. They've won two twenty All-Irelands. They have more to come. And I'm sure once they start getting those players into their senior team, they will have lads for 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 for, for the future, and again, they'll they'll learn from last Sunday, and uh, maybe they're the ones to 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 to, to knock uh, Limerick off their perch in the future. Like I think if I think if the Cork supporters are looking at it this morning, they probably they're probably obviously very disappointed and disillusioned, maybe. But at the same time, I I would say Cork at the start of this year probably didn't expect to be in an Ireland and final in a lot of ways. So those guys probably overachieved a little bit this year. So. You know, not 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 this not this not that 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 is it's easy to say it, but you know, those guys have done an awful lot for Cork this year. They've got them back, I suppose, in the top level of hurling, and they've they've got now Cork back into that level, and it's about them building on it now and trying to trying to trying to go forward and and bring in a little bit of the use. You know, you're not you can't just throw out the baby with the bath water either and. Get, get rid of lads there's, there's excellent guys within that Cork setup who've done a lot of hurling over the years and, and still have a, have a lot to offer but it's about blending it all together now and, and, and trying to see can, can they bring, bring the two under 20 teams that have won and don't forget the two under 21 teams who were beaten in finals before that as well so there's a conveyor belt there in Cork and I'll say it again don't be too worried Paul today about Cork they, they'll, be, they'll be okay they're doing alright you know they they'll feel sorry for themselves, but they won't feel sorry for themselves too 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 much longer, and they get back on the horse, and they'll be very much in contention again next year and the years to come. And Willie, just on um, Fergal Horgan's performances, like we can be very quick in the GA to slate rest, but like he done a fantastic job on that game yesterday. Really uh, contributed to letting the game flow, but. There was just two incidents. Um, obviously Graham Mulcahy breaking one of the Cork lads hurls, um, and people are talking about Keen Lynch flipping Tim O'Mahony off. Um, up. Do you think they weren't really red cards or? I suppose. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I. I. Uh, Fergal number one is a. He's a very very good referee. He's. Uh, he. He's a great feel for the game. He understands. I suppose what players are. You know, he understands when players are are are, are trying to cut him, and and when players are are obviously pulling dirty or are doing whatever. Uh, I was very fortunate to, to win a minor All Ireland with Fergal back in '96. He was our goalkeeper, so he was a fantastic player himself. So look, he understands most uh, most situations. The the incidents themselves. Look, uh, I suppose hindsight is a great thing. You can look back and go, yeah, that was that was a, a red card or or or, or the, the the flip over. But then look in 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 real time. Uh, I don't think Fergal could 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 could, could see the, the 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 tangle with uh, with Keane Lynch. I think it was a Tim O'Mahony yeah. uh, that that had happened. And like, look, look Cole light today, yeah, that, that's that, that that that's a red card. But look, it's it's an All Ireland hurling final. It's it, there's so much happening, and uh, look, essentially the match was over anyway. So uh, look, that's that's not an excuse for why it's not a red card. But uh, I think. Uh, it's and it's very unusual. And I never saw anything like that on a hurling field before. Rory, I don't know, did you ever see anything like that? But that kind of flip over someone's head, like again, something that I had never seen before. That doesn't make it right, but at the same time, uh, when you look back on it, look, it probably was a red card. I, I, uh, I suppose. What do you think, Rory? Asher was just a spur of the moment thing. I'm not big on these yeah. red cards, Paul. I think, I think, he, I obviously, Keen Lynch. It was probably slightly dangerous, I'd say, in a lot of ways. But I think it. I think at the stage of the match, and again, that has nothing to do with. But the stage the match was in, no need to be giving anybody red cards. I, you know, I, I think, yeah, Keane, If he looks back on it today, he'd probably be thinking, "Geez, that was probably a little bit dangerous." But again, he probably just felt him on his back, and he 
just reacted maybe in a natural way. And I thought the Graham Mulcahy one was 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 interesting. All right, Paul, I I only saw that today, and sure fair play to him. I don't know why he was breaking the hurdle. All these guys, all these guys have four or five hurdles that are probably as good as one another. And anyway. but Graham probably just decided I'll I'll snap this one in half. I I don't really know why he was thinking at the time. He probably didn't know himself, but fair play to him. And he was trying to get some sort of an inch for Limerick, and they're all about the inches at that stage. Were maybe ten or twelve points up and. Graham maybe thought sure, we'll do something different we'll break a hurl and we'll see can we get some sort of a reaction and a bit of a bit of energy into the crowd maybe <laughs> um, Coming to you first Willie um, just overall on the championship is there a particular moment of the championship um, for you? Uh, yeah no, I think Kyle Hayes' goal in the Munster final was something that uh, like number one he probably shouldn't have got through but it was unbelievable athleticism skill bouncing the ball twice off the ground hurling the hurl the other way like it was one of the great Munster final goals, and for me, look, that was uh, it's 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 it, it kind of it's it symbolises uh, in a in a microcosm as regards what Limerick are about that power running game. If you open it up, look, he got a goal against Cork, obviously in the first round as well, very similar. But like to run that length in Park Keeve into the goal to, and to finish it the way he finished it with guys hanging off my dog was just look. That was my moment of the championship, and as I said, there it symbolised uh, Limerick's power, athleticism, and and hurling skill. Is there a particular moment for you, Rory? Well, sure. For me, I, I probably, I probably go more close to home, Paul. I think in a lot of ways for 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 Wexford, I think like we 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 first of all, I was delighted to be back in Crow Park for for one of the first games that was that was had spectators at it. I think there was seven thousand in Crow Park that day. Wexford played Kenny and. I suppose the moment of the championship, in a lot of ways, for me, for from a Wexford point of view, was the moment that Liam Ryan struck that ball from from the halfway line, and 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 and, and Owen Murphy brings it down, and Connor McDonald strikes it into the net, and Hawkeye calls it back, and it's a kind of a, in a lot of ways, for Wexford, is a sliding doors moment because, you know. That ball, that 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 goal is 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 goes in for Conor McDonald. We're in a Leinster final and probably would have won another Leinster with Davy, and we're we're back in the All Ireland stages. Whereas we lose, we, we we the point is given. It's the one time you never wanted to give a point in Crow Park, and the point is given. And Kenny beat us that day, and we're beaten by Clare the next day, and the whole Davy story is over, and we're back to. We're back to kind of square one again, so it's a it's a probably a negative moment from a Wexford point of view, but it just shows you how close the margins are, and like it's only a small little thing as well. And I, I suppose for me, another moment I just throw in Paul is, and I know they were beaten on the day, and Limerick gave a masterful performance, but Tipperary's performance in the first half of the Munster final, I thought from a forwards point of view was a joy to behold. I thought their their movement, their stick work, their scoring ability was absolutely top class and some of those guys we mightn't see them maybe playing a whole lot again but some of those to me are masters of the game and masters of the craft and their performance in the first half is is forgotten about now because of Limerick and 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 it's obviously a pity for them but for me that was, that was a moment their performance in the first half and how Limerick responded in the second half so we'll now go on to pick um the team of the championship um, Rory's going to pick the forwards. Um, Willie's going to pick one to seven, and then I'm going to pick uh, the two midfielders. But um, we should we start with you, Willie? No pressure. Uh, <laughs> look, I suppose uh, Owen Murphy for his for his uh, his brilliance in the in that in the championship. Look, he was he was magnificent. I know Rory pulling down that ball that that, that went over the bar, but. Uh, but that, I, I, I think Owen Murphy was was absolutely a, a, a outstanding. Sean Finn, look, is is there all day. Uh, Barry Nash for me in the other corner. There's going to be a whole Limerick team. Uh, I think he look. They were they were again outstanding. Look, I, I, I think I suppose fullback. Uh, Jimmy Mack, it's a uh, for me. Prunty was 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 good with Waterford, uh, but I, I just think Dan or Dan Marcy was just again outstanding. Like just again when the pressure is on, that level of athleticism. they I go a whole Limerick full, full back then for for the team in the championship. Uh, feel free to, to to disagree now at any stage, lads, or, or, or suggest <laughs> any uh, other, other other alternatives. But I, I, 
I'd, I'd agree with you wholeheartedly, Willie, to be honest. I think that that full back line, I think, was top class. I think Prunty, Prunty was good for Waterford. He'd be, he'd be unlucky. I think for Clare, Rory Hayes was excellent. I think, I think he gave, gave a great performance most of the championship. And, and a guy I, I'd like to give a mention there, really, and, a, and it's, a, it's a guy who won't be remembered, but it's, it's Shane Reck from Wexford. I thought he gave, he gave a great performance throughout the championship. He was the only one, really, that kept Tony Kelly quiet. And he he won't be remembered in any All Stars, and, and nobody will be talking about him. But he's a guy I'd give a mention in the full back line. I think he gave gave gave, gave two great performances for Wexford, and I think it's worth worth acknowledging. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. Jeez, oh, I, I'm going to be very controversial here, and I'm, I'm going to say like, like again, Declan Hannon. I think is the is the is the man that that, that makes Limerick tick at centre back. I think he sits in the pocket very very well. He plays a plus one role as regards when you know when 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 they're when they're pushing up the field when he's when he's back on the D. For me, look, he's the he's the again making history yesterday. I know that that's no difference to, to this particular team, but captain in three winning winning all Ireland teams from centre back. Uh, again, so comfortable on the ball, so comfortable coming out. I I I I I'd have him at six. Uh, Kyle Hayes, like look. Just unbelievable as regards, you know, a wing back that's scoring goals like he did against Cork, like he did against Tip, getting up the field like he did in the All Ireland last year, scoring the goal against Waterford in the final. Like, it's a, uh, it's, you know, look, I, 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 I definitely go with the two boys, and then it's the question, like, is it, is it a whole Limerick half back then again? Like, do we go with Dermot Burns? Uh, Tim O'Mahony, in fairness, had an excellent championship, got up for that goal against Dublin. Uh, Look, to, to avoid having six Limerick players, I'll go with Tim O'Mahony wing back, right? Yeah, no, I'll come to midfield now. Um, I'm going to have to go with two Limerick lads, you know, Donovan <laughs> and O'Donoghue, just the work they get through. like, And they went through the full championship. You, you could not put them in it. Yeah. Thanks, Bob. Yeah, it puts pre- it puts nice pressure on me up front now. This is where I get the shots now, Paul. But anyway, <laughs> uh, up front, I, t- I think again, geez, there's, there's a not there's like from from Cork's point of view, you just go through some of the lads that 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 that'd be in contention. Sure, Patrick Horgan, Jack O'Connor, uh, uh, Harnett, Seamus Harnett, he had an excellent final there yesterday. I think he got four or five points, and he and he, he was good good throughout the campaign against Clare as well, especially. You know, some of those guys were, 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 were excellent. Uh, Shane Kingston, his semi-final performance, you know, you'd have to give him a mention there. You know, with other teams, maybe Austin Gleeson for Waterford was good. Uh, who else am I thinking about now? Not, not a whole lot of other contenders in a lot of ways for the forward positions, but Tony Kelly is another guy. Sorry, I forgot about him. He'd, he'd be a lad who deserve a mention as well, but... Geez, for me, I, th- I think it's very, very difficult to look beyond the six Limerick forwards again, Paul. I think, I think Tom Morrissey, Willie, you said it already. He does, he doesn't, and not an awful lot of kind of unnoticed work. And he goes through these games, four and five points, and winning dirty ball, and he's he's just everywhere on the field. He's a machine. Ian Lynch, or he's a certainty for centre forward. There's no doubt about it. And like I have Gerald Hegarty on it as well. He probably didn't start the championship as well as he wanted, maybe against Cork the first day, but. After that, he's been very, very consistent. Two one in All Ireland final. He, I think, he made about one, three, or four against Waterford, and he got he got two or three points, and he was excellent again in the comeback against against Tipperary. So, I I'd be going for the three of them in the half hour line. To be honest, with you. I think I think again, I know it's it looks like it's obviously looks like you can Limerick. It's it's obviously Limerick dominant, but they're the dominant team. I think to be honest with you, I think they're the dominant team. It's it's difficult for anybody else to get in there and. I think you have to judge it a little bit on the All Ireland final day as well, and you know there's guys over the years have lost out on teams of the year or All Stars because of their performance in the final, and the Limerick guys produced the, the performance on the biggest of days. And for me, I think that's the half forward line and the full forward line would be the very, very same. I think Peter Casey, Flanagan, and and Gillan. are are the are the top three men in the inside in the inside line. I think again this year. You know, Flanagan, for me, has probably been in contention for hurler of the year. I think he's been he's been excellent. Probably didn't have he had a good game yesterday as well, but with the other two beside him, he wasn't maybe as as prominent as the other two. But still chipped in with his his few scores and and did a lot of work. And 
Gillan had a slow start to the championship and a guy who I, I probably forgot to mention in the backs was Sean O'Donoghue from Cork. He was excellent throughout the campaign. I think he deserves a mention. Didn't have a great day yesterday, but probably wasn't helped by the quality of ball that came in. So he's, he deserves a mention. But Gillan was certainly ready for him yesterday and gave an excellent performance again. And then, sure, Peter Casey, the little genius, Paul, you'd have to pick him every day of the week, I think, to be honest with you. If you're picking a corner forward for me, I'd have Peter Casey and Connor Whelan from Galway every day of the week and I'd be happy enough. Mm. Yeah, no, I think it has to be a Limerick dominant. Uh, yeah, and, and even and even Paul, like the, the two guys we left off for, the guy with Nicky Quaid, like absolutely, the man that makes them tick at the back and like he's puck outs, short, long, medium, whatever way you want to go. He's a brilliant shot stopper. He's a brilliant goalie. Uh, Deirdre Burns, you know, popping up long range strike and hugely athletic you know you don't want to put the ball down top of his head like you could go 15 Limerick lads like that, that, that that's how dominant uh yesterday's performance was and uh, again the biggest day of the year they, they, they show up and uh, again I think the Sunday game had 11 Limerick lads on it we had 13 there accounted so uh and we could have 15 so like that's just again testament to, to the quality of the Limerick players that are there absolutely and just to finish for the earlier of the year um I think it has to be Keen Lynch for coming to you first, Rory. Yeah, sure. Again, sure. He, he, he's, been, he's been the man, like, you know, every day. Going back for me, the, I spoke to you after the, after the Munster final, Paul. For me, the, the performance he gave in the first half of the Munster final when, when Limerick were really under the cosh. Keen Lynch, if you look back on it, he was he was excellent in that first half. He kept Limerick in that game. He was winning dirty ball. He was winning high balls. He was getting scores. He was making scores, and that just shows you the 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 level of the man that he was really really top notch. And again yesterday, you know you couldn't look beyond him really for hurler of the year. I think lads that had deserved mentions for me. I said I said about it already. Seamus Flanagan I thought was excellent throughout the whole campaign really for for Limerick, and I I think Sean Finn at the back as well, and Kyle Hayes both of them. Would be would be well up there, and even if 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 Lynch wasn't getting getting it, and he's a sort for it really, but if he wasn't getting it, any one of those guys would be would be definitely uh, very very deserving of it. Is it Lynch for you as well, Willie? Ah, sure. Look, it has to be. He was he was absolutely brilliant. He was brilliant yesterday. He was brilliant in the Munster final, as Rory said. There, he hauled it back single-handedly into the match. Uh, unbelievable hurler, unbelievable man, uh, and. Uh, yeah, the, the, the future, the world is his, or the hurling world is his oyster as regards as the leader of this Limerick team. And he, uh, he seems like a, a good fella. He's won three All-Irelands now at this stage. And I, I, I'd say he's uh, planning on, on a couple more in the next couple of years. Absolutely. Well, congratulations to Limerick um, All-Ireland champions. And thanks a million for your time, lads. Thanks a million. Thanks, Paul.